0: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the conversation. We are Symbol Athletica, the brand of the purpose-driven. We stand for people that stand for something. We are powered by passion, and we have the audacity to believe that we can be driven towards a destiny of our own design, and we hope that you are part of that tribe. Well, you know, today is a pretty unexpected extra conversation. I actually got inspired, I got inspired to do this conversation by the many, many People that have reached out to me when I post my results of my 90-day uh, transformation personal challenge that I do annually, and uh, people uh, seem to think that I did a pretty good job, especially for somebody being on the on the other side of 50. You know, so I still consider that a young a young a, myself a young man, but you know what? I think I did a pretty good job this well this year as well. And you know, it's not always that way. Just like everybody else, you know, life is life. I do this every year, and some years are better than others. Um, But, you know, I got a lot of people reaching out to me basically saying, hey, what do you do, kind of what's your plan, what's your, you know, what tips, that type of thing. So what I thought I'd do is I thought I'd do a quick conversation. I'd do a quick conversation on the seven fundamental things that I use to structure my personal body transformation challenge, my seven um, fundamental things that I, you know, rules that I try to stick to or fundamentals or pillars, however you want to call those. And I'm also, because people always, you know, when I get into some of that things, people always think it's like, well, what are you eating? What are you taking? You know, that kind of thing. I know everybody thinks it's it's going to boil down to some type of magic pill or something like that. And um, I'll be the first to tell you that it doesn't, but I will also, on this conversation, share kind of the seven, my seven faves, right? My seven favorite things I take or I use to help to help my, on me on my mission to transform my body. So there we have it. This conversation is basically just me highlighting for people that have requested it, the, you know, what I use to structure my personal transformation. And I'm calling it the seven non-secret secrets <laughs> of my body transformation. They're not secret things, but they're definitely things I believe in. Let's get started. All right, we're just going to jump right in here. And again, a lot of this is going to be things people probably already know. Um, And I would go for for myself as well. These are some of the things that I know. But some years, I really stick to these things more than other years. And this year, I really stuck to all of the things I'm going to share. And I had pretty good results. So the very first thing, the very first thing. The, and it might be the most important thing when trying to transform the composition of your body. And that's basically what the mission of my transformation challenge is, is to change the way my body actually looks. Now, the byproduct of that usually means losing weight or, or using some weight, maybe gaining lean muscle mass, losing fat, all of these things. But what I'm trying to accomplish is to, I want to change the way my body looks in a more favorable way. One with more definition, that type of thing. So, the first thing is I construct, I make sure that I, for the 90 days or at least most of the days, I live in a calorie deficit. A calorie deficit. And that's, and that's there's nothing magic to that. that. That just means that on a daily basis or most days, most days, I will consume less calories than. I burn, I will consume less calories than I burn. Now, you know, that's just the math part of all of this and you can't beat the math. There is no diet that's gonna change the way your body looks if you do not have a calorie deficit. You can't take a secret ingredient or no workout, no new fangled workout clothes or piece of equipment is going to override the math. So the math has to be in your favor. You have to, and you, and most people, w- unless you track this, you don't know that. Unless you pay attention to this, you don't know for a fact that you're in a deficit. So you have to consume, you have to eat less calories on a daily basis than you burn on a daily basis. Otherwise, you will never, your body will never burn the fat. You will never lose the weight, etc. So that's the, by far, that's probably the most important thing to make sure that you establish a calorie deficit. The second thing is I use some type of structured nutritional framework. Now, what works for me, and this is new, this is when the last year and a half, but what really worked well for me was the keto, keto, paleo diet. You know, keto works really well for me. Um, you can. There's tons of information out there on what keto is and how it's worked. It's it's pretty straightforward. Um, it's basically, I, I severely limit my carbs. I I I pretty much eliminate sugar, but I severely constrict or restrict my my carb my carb intake. In fact, I did a whole there's a whole podcast on the keto fire and and I get into details on a lot of this. But I do a really I did a really good job. Of restricting my carbs. Another thing I do, um, just so you know, kind of in the background of my keto, of my of my keto and paleo approach to to food, is I try to limit eliminate all processed foods. I try to eat real foods, wild foods. Um, I try not to eat processed foods, canned foods, those type of things. And you know, it's funny when you eliminate a lot of the processed foods, you kind of end up in a bucket that's going to look something like like paleo, and if you restrict the carbs, restrict the sugar, um, then you're gonna end up in that keto bucket. Now, one thing about keto that, that seems a little counterintuitive is it allows you to consume a, a higher percentage of your dietary calories can come from fat, and, and, and that's okay. It works for me. Um, my, my fat um, snack of choice, um, as of late as macadamia nuts, macadamia nuts is my, uh, my fat snack of choice. Now what I eat throughout the day, I, lo- I do a lot of avocados cause I eat a lot of salad. So I'm going to move on. So keto, um, paleo, um, that's definitely the food framework I use. The next thing I use that I think to be a massive, um, complimentary to to, to keto is intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is where you go extended periods of time throughout the day before you can eat your meal. I, you know, at least three days a week or more, I go at least 16 to 18 hours before I eat. That's that's kind of, there are a lot of different approaches to intermittent fasting, um, but I do. I do combine keto and intermittent fasting. And in fact, once you get the habit, the the, the two of those together Actually, it's, it's it's really weird because you're it cuts your appetite. You will find that once you get these things in place, you're not as hungry as you might think you would be before you take all these things on. So I do that. I do keto and intermittent fasting is number three. My my kind of third fundamental thing that I do. The fourth thing I do is I lift heavy weights. I lift I lift heavy like I'm trying to. Build lean muscle mass. Now, heavy is a relative thing. Heavy just mean to me what I mean by heavy is I lift weights heavy enough that I can not. I can only do six to ten reps in a set. Six to ten reps. If I can do more than six to ten reps, I add more weight. I try to keep the weight heavy enough that I can only do six to ten reps, and I, and that's what I do. Now, I, I tend to break up my body parts so that I can. I focus on you know that way I can work out almost every single day, and when I switch body parts, the body part I'm not working on kind of gets a chance to recover. So if you look at the way the body is works, you know I I try to when you when you do a, a there are a lot of muscles that kind of work with each other like when you push. You, you, you can just look at the way your body's constructed you'll see that some body parts work together, like your chest and your triceps tend to work together, or your back and your biceps tend to work together. So that's kind of the way I break my body up. But I do break my body up and I work heavy weights, heavy to me, um, and, I, and I do that because I think you know, when, when, when your body tries to build lean body mass or bore muscle, it just becomes this fat-burning machine. So I lift heavy weights as a part of one of my fundamental things. The fifth thing I do, which is actually one of the hardest things to do because it's so boring, is I, in addition to cardio, in addition to running on a treadmill or running or jump roping or doing whatever I do, I go on these long, brisk walks. Not speed walks, just long, steady walks. By long, I mean more than an hour, more than an hour. And at least a couple times a month, a couple times a month, I go on really long walks, like more than two hours. These are incredible fat burners, I, I think, because you its just put your body in that zone where you—you you, can—it's—it's it's just good. It's—it's it's just what I do. I'm the, people want to know what I do. I'm telling you what I do. That's—that would be the what number am I on? The—the the fifth thing I do is a couple of long, you know, long walks a few a week and a couple of. Really long walks a month, at least two hours worth of you know for one walk being at least two hours two hours long. Um, the the thing about the walks is you can, you know you can fit them in. You can just put them at the end of a day because it's not quite It's hard to kind of put them at the beginning of a day for some people, but but for other people it's the opposite. If you just get up an hour earlier, all you got to do is get dressed, get shoes, get out and go. You don't need an equipment. You don't need a membership. You just need to know how far you're going. So, you know, a half an hour out and a half an hour back, that's an hour. An hour out means you gotta get an hour back, that's two hours. But that walking is magic. The seventh thing requires discipline, on my part anyway, rest. I have to, I have to schedule in and force myself to get ample rest. Part of the reason why I, I put rest on my list of things I need to consciously think about is because most people live high-stress lives, right? They rush to work, they rush to workout, they rush from working out back to work. All this rushing, rushing, rushing. All of this stress creates stress hormones, cortisol being one of them. And stress hormones actually help you gain fat, help you gain weight. So I try to do things that help, that relax me. I try to do things that might help counteract the my. Um, creation of de-stress hormones, and rest is one of those things. So I schedule in rest, whether it be rest days, or I make sure that I get as much rest as I can um, in a night, and, I, and this is a struggle for me, because I don't have good sleep discipline at night. If, if I don't think about it, I'll stay up to midnight or later. Um, so I have to force myself to, to rest, and, and if I'm not sleepy, sometimes I just have to force myself to lie there and relax. The seventh thing I do, and as one of my core fundamental things, is I track all the things I just talked about. I actually track them. I write them down. I I, I use um, I I still use a heart monitor, the old-fashioned kind, because um, I like the ritual of getting kind of geared up to go go do my thing. So I like you know my routine of getting dressed, getting strapped up, I'm cutting on my heart monitor on my phone app and. I get out there and my heart monitor will track my distance covered heart rate calories burned all of that stuff i actually think that tracking what i do is critical to me keeping doing these things i do because what happens is you see yourself building the case it's like building an argument or building a case to yourself that this is worth it and that you're going to finish this and once you'll be amazed that once you look at all of the stuff you've done then it gets harder to quit these things because you don't want all the stuff you've done to have been in vain. So again, really quickly, the seven things that I do, the pillars are, I, I, I set up a calorie deficit. Um, two, I, 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 fall, I, I, I use keto, um, um, paleo approach to nutrition. Three, there's intermittent fasting. Four, I lift heavy you know, heavy being a relative thing, six to 10 reps is what I call heavy. Um, that's five, six is like I have scheduled rests, and seven, I track all of these things that I'm talking about. Now, as often as I tell people those are the fundamental things that, that drive my results, they still wanna know, like, well, what do you take? Do you take anything? Like, do you take any kind of special vitamins? you know, and everybody kind of, I get it. You know, we always want to think that there are things we can do to get an edge. And I believe there are things we can do to get an edge. So what I thought I'd add to this kind of as a bonus, as an extra is how I see it. Like if I had to tell you my seventh, my seven top favorite things in terms of nutrition or supplements or things like that, what would they be? So the first would be Water, high-quality water. I know I'm. Yeah, I may not be a snob on many things, but I, I might actually be a, a water snob. I think water matters, and I think having really clean, filtered water makes a difference. And I know people argue that you know um, tap water is the same as bottled water, and I, I don't believe that at all. I think the best thing you can do is drink high quality water. If you if you know I drink water from if if I'm out and about and I need to get bottled water, I just get spring water bottled at the source. Um, if not, I go I actually buy water and I buy it by the 5 gallon jug and I get you know filtered alkaline water. I'm not saying you have to do all that stuff, but I know for the money, why not? I mean, I buy alkaline water for a dollar a gallon. So that's cheaper than water. People buy when they when they go into a grocery store and buy bottled water by the liter. So it makes sense. But I definitely think it makes sense to me. And I so I, I I also up my water intake. So I think it matters that my water be good. And there's also a psychological, I think, benefit for paying for it a little bit. You know, when I when I go through the effort of getting quality water, it makes me aware of my investment into myself from drinking water. So. In most cases, I try to get up to when I'm really, when I'm running, hungering long, a, ga- a gallon or more a day. Um, that's kind of my target. But yeah, I would put water at one of, the, one of my seven most favorite things. These things aren't in order. They're just in order of the, the way I wrote them down in my mind when I sat down and said, okay, what would be the seven, my seventh most favorite things? My, another one would be MCT oil. MCT oil is awesome. Um, first of all, your brain loves it. That's how I discovered it. I discovered MCT, Hall, MCT oil, just trying to find a way to kind of biohack my 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 uh, my focus, my my mental acuity, my focus, my mood, that type of thing. But then later, I, I came to realize that it also helps kind of jumpstart you if you're going to go down that keto path, right? So a lot of the things you see um, in the whole world of keto, you will see that they they include coconut oil or MCT oil or a version of MCT oil, like you'll see C8, C8 is a kind of a a version of MCT oil with a very, very short triglyceride chain. Um, But I'm a fan of all of that, but I'm definitely a fan of MCT oil. And I think it actually does help me. It does help me when I'm doing the intermittent fasting and the keto. What I think it helps me do is get through the I think that's part of why I don't feel like what people call the keto flu or get grumpy or feel hungry. I think some of this goes into why I don't I didn't feel that challenge. The next thing. So that's number two. The next thing also helps in that effort. I am a fan of caffeine. I'm a big fan of caffeine. You know, I know I know too much caffeine is not good for you, but I also I, I tend to work out in the morning, first thing in the morning. And, you know, I think caffeine honestly is the difference between how much I'm gonna get out of my 45-minute to minute to one-hour workout. I think it's a complete difference when I'm caffeinated, you know, when I'm going through my workout, I think I work harder, I get more volume of activity in that same finite amount of time. So caffeine, I'm a, I'm a fan of caffeine, so I, I tend to take caffeine first thing in the morning when I'm getting going, and, and, my, and, and you know, I tend to mix a couple of these things, that these next three things I kinda do all at once, so MCT, caffeine, um, water in the morning, and, and the next thing I take is in that same category, it's a shwanda. It's an herb called a shwanda, it's an adaptogen. But the reason I started taking a shwanda is because I'm such a fan of caffeine, and I didn't want to risk having overtaxing my adrenals, you know, burning up my adrenal function because I am such a fan of caffeine. And sometimes I take a, a good hefty dose of caffeine you know, in the morning, early in the morning, and I take another dose, you know, mid to early afternoon. And I do it for a couple of reasons. I do it because when I'm in that intermittent fasting mode, it helps push that, that, that meal off even further. So I, I really consciously try to push that first meal off into that 15, 16, 17, sometimes 18, 19 hour range on a couple of days a week. And, and the funny thing is on a couple of days, if I don't, if I'm not a if I don't pay attention to it because I'm really busy during the day, I might make it into the 18, 19, 20 hour range before I have that meal. Um, so it's, and I think the reason why I can get there is because of the things I'm talking about now. So I'm a big fan of Ashwanda. Um, the next thing I'm a fan of is, especially when I'm going through keto and intermittent fasting and drinking all this water, I make sure that I have a lot of electrolytes in my system. And I do that one of two ways. I either do it, I either buy um, liquid electrolytes from the health food store. They're very inexpensive. Or I just get, I keep on hand some um, Himalayan sea salt. And I, I make, this kind of brine substance where I take a jar and I kind of halfway fill it with Himalayan sea salt. Then I fill the rest of it up with water, shake it up, and just let it sit there. And in the morning, what I do is a couple of teaspoons of that in a glass of water sometimes with some lemon juice or some chopped up lemons. It's just a great way to take my morning water, my morning glass of water. But I, you need to make sure that you keep your electrolytes high um, when, you, when you're going through keto, especially doing this intermittent fasting. You need to view it as that's how all... The you know your your body communicates all the cells communicate it's all electricity right view yourself as a battery you make sure that your battery has enough stuff to to um for all that, those electrical charges to happen so um, the, the the sixth thing I take is I try to make sure that I take you know a whole food based, whole food based vitamin multivitamin of some sort I don't I'm not a big fan of just synthetic vitamins. I, I, I will take those over anything, over nothing, but I'm a bigger fan of getting your vitamins from whole food sources. And there's just a ton. There's just a ton of vitamin sources now where all the vitamins have whole food-based sources. I think the way your body utilizes actual food-based nutrients, I think is different than the how it utilizes that exact same vitamin or nutrient that when it's manufactured in a lab. So, and the seventh thing I take is I, I, because I, you know, especially, and this has a lot to do with me lifting heavy, trying to gain lean muscle mass, um, I, 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 take a, I uh, supplement my protein. I take a protein supplement, you know, so powder, protein powder, it's just a supplement to my, my, my day. Um, this year, um, more than last year, I, I use plant-based protein, high-quality plant-based protein, but I still am a big fan of whey-based you know, whey protein and that type of stuff. I definitely think when you are lifting heavy and taxing your body and on a mission to try to gain lean muscle mass, the extra protein helps. Plus that protein helps satiate your hunger. And um, it does a lot to, to, I think it's just a great add-in to that intermittent fast and um, keto uh, mission. So those are the things that I, those are the things that I do. Those are the seven pillars and kind of like my seven favorite things. Now, there are some individual things that will make my favorite list. My favorite superfood is, uh, is actually algae. We, we did a whole, a whole podcast on my favorite superfood. Uh, go back. It's called Superfood. And it's on this one specific type of algae. It's unbelievable. You got to listen to that conversation. And I also did a whole um, complete podcast um, episode on keto where I get into detail on that. But for those of you that were asking me what I did, and I did this for 90 days, and then what I do at the end of my 90 days is I try to double down if I can because that ended on the beginning of the year. And then I had 30 more days before my birthday. So I ended up being going 120 days. It's very hard to make a big difference between the 90th day and the 120th day. But now um, I'm in kind of maintenance mode. You know, between now and spring and summer, um, every now and then I'll. So every now and then I'll come up with another personal challenge that I can do just to keep the. Keep it fun, keep it fun and different. Well that's it guys, I'm, I, just, I, just, I, get a, I got a lot of requests and I'm starting, they're starting to trickle in more and more and more because people are discovering that um, my posts or people are talking about, I don't know, it's just kind of bouncing around. But people are reaching out saying, hey, what did I do? Kind of what's my plan, what's my structure? So you know, I thought I'd just do this impromptu kind of brain dump on, hey, these are the fun- this is the fundamental way that I approach trying to change the way my body looks. And, you know, in a healthy way. Now, it's not just 100% change the way your body looks, but that is the primary goal, right? I don't have a target weight in mind. I don't have, like, I wanna lose 10 pounds or 15 pounds. I wanna lose enough weight to change the way I, my body looks to something I think to be better. Now, I usually end up like I did this year, I end up feeling stronger, feeling better, um, just being leaner and just feeling good and but the most important takeaway, and this is why I wanted to spend this time giving you enough information to put your own plan together because the biggest the biggest thing I get out of a successful completion of my body transformation is I feel very empowered. It's a reminder that I can come up with a plan, I can stick to a plan, I can make a promise to myself. There are elements of my world that I can influence and control, and right? And I, can, and I can do it in such a way that, I, that, that not only do I notice, that the world notices and um, the world does notice. And that's very, very motivating. And I think that motivation, of people acknowledging that you, wow, great job, or wow, you you know, what did you do? That translates across other areas in your life because I think what happens is you look at that and you say, okay, if I can do that with my body, then I can do that with my body of work, whatever that means, with my project, my business, my venture, whatever it is. You know, if, if I can do it here, I can do it there because fundamentally, it's going to be the same approach. You're going to have... A handful of principles that if you stick to, they will get you results. If you have the discipline to stick to, they will get you results. There are going to be some ingredients, some things that you know if you put into the mix, they're going to get you results. You just have to have the discipline to be consistent, to do the work, to give the effort, and be, have the discipline to be Consistent. I hope you found something useful in that. My friends, um, I hope I inspired you to go on your own transformative mission of your, of your own, whether it be your, 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 I like to have people do something with their body because of the, what I just talked about. It makes, It's just an empowering thing to do, um, but it doesn't have to be. It can be with anything. It be with your business or your, some other type of project. Just create a project, create a plan, jump into it, stick to it for X amount of time, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, go all in, try to overdo it in the beginning. We talked about that, go back to that blast off, that episode I talked about blast off. We talk about how to launch your, you know, whatever, your project. I would approach this project in that very way. And I, I I'm pretty sure if you do that, you're gonna feel pretty good when you're done. And that's almost regardless of of what the actual results are. If you leave it all, like the athletes say, leave it all on the field, one it's gonna be very informative to you about you, about who you really are. And it's gonna make, That, in most cases, I think is gonna make you feel great. All right, my friends, if you had if see value in this conversation, make sure you share it with other people. We are definitely growing mouth person to person, you know, country to country is, is actually, that's pretty exciting, right? I'm getting a lot of requests from people that want to be guests or that are inquiring about different things we can do together. So this thing is creating, this, this tribe is growing and we're creating a, a movement, which was the entire point of Symbol Athletica. Symbol Athletica, you know, we believe that we are the greatest living symbols of our own belief. And Athletica just means, is our way of saying that we believe in a culture based on challenge and overcoming those challenges, just like in athletics, just like in competition, just like in combat, just like in, in you know, any type of, of accomplishment is gonna be met with resistance and we must find a way to overcome that resistance. That is the culture of Athletica. Symbol Athletica.